What is up still? Studians. Happy Wednesday hump day, episode number 128, October 20th, 2021. 20th day of October already, unbelievable. Episode 128 here with your host on the study session, Jeremy Ritz, that's me, expressing my gratitude and appreciation to you for listening to the study sessions the podcast, reading my work. It does mean the world to me, so thank you very much for that. Please continue to share my work with your family and friends. It helps to spread the message of The Still Study, and I would love to connect with you. Please drop me a line at thestillstudy at gmail.com and also give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to connect. Would love to get your question on the show, your feedback, comments, concerns, even get you on the show. But would just love to connect with all of you out there in Steelers Nation. I also want to give a plug for my other podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Steel City Insider. Jim has been covering the Steelers since 1995. He's got great insight to the team, great stories, great experiences. We record every Tuesday. And you can check out our latest episode. It is linked in the show notes. But Jim brings a lot to the show, and it's fun to do that with him weekly. We will be off next week, being that there is not a game this Sunday, but we will resume following the Browns game on Halloween. And in today's episode, I want to spend some time talking about where the Steelers currently are in terms of their record, what's ahead of them, and go back to an article that I wrote this offseason over the summer about Tomlin's record after six games being that the bye week was scheduled for after week six and if there was any pattern or trend in terms of the record of the Steelers at that point under Tomlin and whether or not we could find any sort of evidence in terms of if you have X record it typically means postseason in Tomlin's tenure Whenever his teams have have achieved a 4-2 and two record, they typically have made the postseason. Anything short of that typically did not result in the postseason. Uniquely this year, they currently sit at 3-3. Three and three, And there have only been two other times in Tomlin's career when the team has finished 3-3 three and three after six games. That was in 2012, started 3-3, three and three, finished the year 8-8, eight and eight, which was not good enough for the postseason. In 2014, started 3-3, three and three, finished 11-5, and, and then lost in the wild card round to the Baltimore Ravens, 30-17. And then there was 2018, the year they had the tie and went 3-2 and 1. So that's kind of like 3 and 3. They finished that season 9-6 and 1 and missed the postseason and that's when the whole Antonio Brown debacle occurred. So sure, small sample size. But in two of the seasons where Tomlin's teams went 3 and 3 or excuse me, 3 and 3 and 3-2 and 1. They did not make the postseason, and Tomlin's teams with lesser records than three wins, two wins, 
have not gone on to make the postseason. Again, the only anomaly there is that 2014 season. So what does it all mean for the Pittsburgh Steelers moving forward? And again, as I talked on yesterday's show, currently, right now, as this team is playing, they are just average. And average is not even going to be good enough to get you to eight or nine wins. So there are still a lot of unknowns about this team. Still a lot of improvements that need to be made in pass protection and run blocking. Roethlisberger and his throws. Incorporating more deep throws into his game, throwing over the middle of the field. The rushing attack has to be better. The defense has to be better. So there's lots of improvements that need to take place, and hopefully a lot of that transpires over the bye week. But in considering that, looking at 3-3, three and three, let's take a look at the remaining schedule as we continue to update this thing as we go. There are 11 more games on the docket, several divisional games that loom large that are going to be very telling. And here's the one thing to keep in mind. Any given Sunday, a football team can win, and even the Steelers. So for as average as they are playing right now, they can improve, they can get better, they can pull out a win. So they are not condemned or doomed to playing average football for the rest of the season but just in terms of where they are now let's take a look at that schedule and see what is possible in these final 11 games so it's going to start after the bye week at the Cleveland Browns and I'm not even saying wins or losses here I'm just going to say difficult or winnable This game is going to be difficult. It's going to be in Cleveland. Hostile territory. The hatred and vitriol from Browns fans will be palpable. It will be intense and it will be on full display in this contest. That's going to be a difficult game. They can win. They're just going to have to play their best game of football. Since that opener in Buffalo, at least defensively, because they weren't great on offense, but they're going to have to play much, much better than they did in their last two games, both wins. Home against the Bears Monday night, winnable. They should win that game. The Bears are not a good team. They're going to have a rookie quarterback, Justin Fields. The Steelers should win that game. Then the following week, they're at home again versus the Lions. Again, another winnable contest. Following that game, they travel out west to take on the Los Angeles Chargers. Difficult game. That's going to be difficult for them to win on the West Coast. Historically, the Steelers have not traveled well to the West Coast. It's a high-powered offense led by Justin Herbert. Not a great rushing attack. The Ravens, sure, they trounced them last week, but the Steelers are not the Ravens. This game is going to be difficult. At the Bengals. Bengals already handily beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Difficult game. Now, there's going to be some added motivation for the Steelers in this one because of the comments made after the game by Tyler Boyd. 
But that's still going to be a tough one to win. At home versus the Ravens, difficult. The way that the Ravens are running the football, it's hard to envision the Steelers slowing down that rushing attack unless there are some big improvements on defense. That's going to be tough. At the Vikings, winnable game. Kirk Cousins is putting up big numbers, but he typically does that. But in terms of being a consistent winner, we don't always see that from Cousins. That is a winnable game. Home versus the Titans, difficult. We all saw what Derrick Henry did Monday night against the Buffalo Bills, that big monster run. Dude is fast for a big boy. Going to be a difficult, difficult game. And oh yeah, they have some explosive playmaking receivers on the outside. At the Chiefs, difficult. Patrick Mahomes, anytime you're playing Patrick Mahomes, man, good luck. I know that the Chiefs have had their struggles this year, but that's going to be a difficult game for the Steelers to win. From there, the Browns at home, Heinz Field, difficult. Divisional game, even though it's at home, that's going to be a slugfest. And then closing out the year at the Ravens, difficult. You can see that this is no easy stretch. The easy part of their schedule is behind them, and they have three and three to show for it. The winnable games that I counted here the rest of the way, Bears, Lions, Vikings. So let's say they win those three games. That's six and six and three. So that's eight more games, eight difficult games. And if they go 50-50 in those games, that would put them at four and four. That would be 10 and seven record. That'd be pretty darn good. But going 500 against that brutal of a schedule, the Ravens twice, the Browns twice, the Bengals one more time, the Chargers, the Titans, the Chiefs. Woo! Man. All I know is this schedule dictates and requires, it demands this team to get better over the bye week. Otherwise, it could get ugly pretty quickly. But that's why they play the game. There is still hope out there. Do not lose faith. But they've got to come out with their errors corrected after the bye week, ready for the Browns. And studying. That is it. That concludes today's Hump Day episode. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Much gratitude to you, appreciation to you for listening to the study sessions, reading my work, sharing my work with your family and friends. Please continue to do that. It means the world to me. Please connect with me via email. Drop me a line at thestillstudy at gmail.com. Give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you, get your question on the show. If you haven't checked out my podcast with Jim Wexel, please do so on the Still City Insider. That is linked in the show notes. We record every Tuesday, publish at 6 a.m. And let me close out by leaving you with this. Not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but you, my beautiful black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace and make it a great Wednesday. Out.